My name is Jaden Coquet, and I'm very excited to be here with Ross Terry on this fine evening. He said that like it's quiet storm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to put like crackling fire <laughs> in the background. In the background. <laughs> that would really set the mood for us tonight. What are we doing tonight, Jay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. So today, it's a very, I guess it's a very special episode. It's going to be a little bit different. It's funny because it's the second episode, and we're already (laughs) saying things are going to be a little bit different, but it's going to be with Jaden. I guess you people should know who he is since he's going to be here. Um, Yeah, with me. So uh, everybody, uh, Jaden, this is is Jaden. Now, there's no real formal intro because we (laughs) normally just start with you anyway. Yeah. But yeah, go. What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing quite well. I've written a couple midterms in school, and they went very well. Uh, I had to drop a class in my in But they're my going program. quite well. Yeah. They are going quite well, other than one, but uh-huh. just a little bump in the road. We'll pick it up next year, no problem at all. But uh, it's been pretty good. Some parts get a little stressful, but other than that, I've been feeling very happy. My mental health has been very good, and I've been doing a lot of fun shit, so that's I can't good. complain. No, that's really good. Um, so, Jay... You're here with me today. And, um, you know, people, I, I guess the people don't really, they know, they've heard your voice. They don't really know much about you. Yeah. So um, this is like your opportunity to, to let the people know uh, about you. Um, first and foremost, I just want to talk about the podcast and a little bit about our history as well. Um, when I broached you about doing this with me, what was your initial reaction? My initial reaction? I was like... Oh, holy shit. I was like, wow. Like, this, it was pretty surprising. Like, I was very surprised that you just wanted, like, me out of anybody to co-host it. So I did feel honored in a way. And it was really exciting stuff. I was like, hell yeah. Like, let's make some, let's make some artwork. Let's get this going. I was very excited. Listen, to call what we do here in this little, <laughs> in this little basement artwork. <laughs> our little, our, our, our poop and fart jokes. <laughs> Artwork. No, they are artwork. Yeah. I just like to make fun of it. Oh, it's funny. Um, no, but absolutely, man. I'm honored to even have you on. I think um, our our uh, our styles mesh really well. I think so, too. Yeah, and uh, you got a, getting a lot of feedback that people really are enjoying you, you know? That's awesome. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear that. Boost my ego. <laughs> of course. No, I, listen, I will always boost your ego. <laughs> I can't have the largest ego in the room. <laughs> that's a good way to put that I, I have like listen if i have the largest ego in the room i might swing i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just quitting um but no i mean um so we've known each other we went to um high school together at uh chestermere high school yeah shout out to uh Nothing. I'm not shouting them out. Yeah. That 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 place is a prison. It's not even a school. Bit of a whack school. I had yeah. some good experiences there for sure with oh. some cool people, but the school system in general. Oh, it's not even a school system. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I probably couldn't take away anything that I learned in high school, to be quite honest. Yeah. Other than the fact that my grades were quite mediocre. Mm-hmm. We made it to university though, so it's whatever. We ball. Exactly. Um. 
So yeah, no, and uh, we had a couple mutual friends in high school, mainly uh, Ethan, uh, and and I think how we really actually like clicked, like got closer, was on the drives to school. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Oh my god, I actually forgot about that until now. Ethan used to pick us both up in the mornings. Uh huh. Holy shit, that's funny. I yeah. completely forgot about that until right now. You were on his bus, right? I was so me and Ethan were on the same <laughs> bus, and that bus. Let me tell you something. Oh. Let me tell you something about that bus. <laughs> that bus, Jaden is laughing right now because he knows about the bus. Yeah, I do. That bus always had a story. Like yeah. every single day after school, they'd be like, oh my God, you gotta, I gotta tell you what just happened on the bus. <laughs> we got followed by a red truck one time, and mainly because of this kid named Connor. Oh my God, I was there for that day. Yes. <laughs> we got followed by a red truck one time because this kid Connor, what was he doing? Like flipping people off or he was, he was flipping people off in the back of the bus. Mm -hmm. And then this guy was behind us, tailing us, getting pissed off. Cause Connor's just fucking around with him. And then at one point he takes off his shirt and starts like rubbing his nipples, like on the glass oh. and shit. And this guy oh. like behind us was not having it like this. He must've been having like a really bad day already. And then seeing some fucking kids nipples on the glass, probably just, Tanked his imagine, mood like crazy. Dude, imagine you go into work, 6 a.m., right? Hard, terrible day at work. You're in your little red <laughs> truck. You get there, end of the day, your boss is like, hey, uh, Richie, I, we need to have a conversation. <laughs> um, Listen, it's just not working out between us. I wish you the best of luck. You get off your job, you're like, God damn it. God damn it, I just lost my job. And then you're, you're checking your, fucking, your, uh, your cameras in your house. And you see the mailman been parked outside for a while, and your wife is at home. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. This day can't get any worse. And then this kid and then as, as you as you start driving home, as you start driving home ready to maybe blow your brains out after this terrible day, some skinny white boy with long black hair starts rubbing his nipples against the back glass door <laughs> of the bus. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't blame the guy. Like, not at all. I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, "This kid's not getting away with this today." Like, I, I'm seeking justice for my shitty day tonight, and this is my fucking, this is my victim. This is my retribution against the world. Exactly. It was his Joker moment. Oh. It was his Joker moment. Oh, do I wonder what that guy's up to right now? Oh, he is a hundred percent. He might not be alive. Uh, <laughs> no, but he is one hundred percent probably like. Hitting small children. <laughs> yeah, dude, that, I'd be pissed. That was funny. That was a really funny time. Because I remember I was on Ethan's bus that day to go to his house. And that fucking red truck was like waiting for this kid to get off. Just waiting for this kid to fucking get off the bus. Yeah. Give him a quick one-two Mayweather. And then be honest, this shitty day. We were all scared to get off the bus. <laughs> yeah. And this kid, the kid who was doing it, didn't refuse to get off the bus until like the last stop. And the <laughs> truck was still like following him. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that was the bus. So then we had to start driving to school because that, that was the type of stuff that was going on. And this was like, this was nothing insane. No. Like this was, this is a pretty like light day on the bus yeah. to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I can't even tell you, like I can't even remember how many things have happened on that bus but Jaden would come because you lived in the same area you yeah. just took you took like a different bus I think I took a different bus but I would pretty frequently take Ethan's bus back to yeah. his house got chill with him after school a lot yeah but it was pretty great when Ethan got his license his parents bought him this fucking sick homie hauler Murano and so as soon as he got it he's like all right I'm driving you to school every day I was like fuck thank you man thank yeah. you so much 
And I would take the bus to school, and then on the way back, I would come home with Ethan. Or, I can't remember. I think that's how it was for a I little bit. I think so. And then he started picking me up. Yeah. But either way, you were always there. We just always chopped it up. Yeah. I remember one time Ethan almost got hit. <laughs> um, there were another time, like, someone do, did... Do you remember? I think it was Noah. Because Noah was also on our bus. There was another friend, old oh. friend, who was also yes. on our bus. And he, like, Ethan drove him one time. And he started, like, putting the car into, like, neutral and <laughs> Oh, I kind of do remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that, like, very vaguely. Yeah. Fuck. But that was the type of stuff we'd get up to. I mean, it was a fun... T- it was a very fun time, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So then we got... We kind of clicked up like that. Got closer that way. And now, I feel like you're one of my boys. I actually, like... I mess with you heavy. Like, we still have, like, some time to hang out. Yeah. To get to know each other more. But, like, genuinely, like... I think it's good because we can do that here. Exactly. In this space. You're right, we can learn about each other while everybody else learns about us as well. Exactly. It's very interesting. But yeah, I fuck with you heavy, man. Yeah. You are awesome, for real. I appreciate it. Now you're, now you're stroking mine, you guys, <laughs> see? So then, I also wanted to ask you, like, you used to play sports. I did. You played soccer. I sure did. Yeah. So tell me about that a little bit. Oh, man. Soccer was great. I started off playing soccer because my dad loves soccer a lot. My dad really loves sports in general, and whatever sport he picks up, he is instantly good at, which is insane. I'm very jealous about that. He's very talented when it comes to physical activities like that. So I had I had an interest in soccer when I was very young, so I played it until I was about 8, and then I stopped playing for a while, and then when I was about 12 again, I hopped back into soccer. And I was dog shit. Like, I was really bad at this fucking sport. Like, I thought I would be pretty good coming into it with some experience, but I was dog shit. I did the tryouts, and I made, like, the B team. So I did make the team, but it was the B team, and it was not a great team. Pretty much everyone here was learning how to play soccer. So I did that for a year, and I was like, ah, like, like, it's fun, but we're not winning anything. And then the second year, I got on B team again, but I was, like, top-level B team, where I'm like, next year... I am absolutely getting on to the A team. So that's what I did. I <clears throat> that's what I did. I practiced a ton. I would fuck around with the soccer ball and then I got into the A team. And that team was pretty stacked up. There were some crazy people. I if Lorenzo is listening to this, we used to call him Lolo. That kid is fucking crazy. He is so good at soccer. It is so mind-blowing. But it was awesome. We played a bunch, we'd win a bunch of tournaments and shit. We were like tier 3. And then uh, I was really enjoying it a lot. Like, it was a really good sport. I felt like I learned a lot about, like, teamwork and how to how to work with people, like, efficiently in, like, a good way. So I learned a lot from it. But then, unfortunately, <laughs> this one year, we were playing this team, and these two kids uh, got into a... These two kids got into a bit of a scuffle. And this was, like, our rival team. So we've had problems with them for quite a while. And this was like a pretty big game. Like we were playing in a tournament. This was going to decide if we move into the gold or if we were playing for bronze next game. And after this little scuffle went on, they were actually fist fighting. And then this kid walked past me and I have no idea. He like, he like shouldered me or something. Kind of a little, little bit of a dick move. Like he was clearly pissed off. And then I kind of just, 
kind of just got pissed at him and I fucking hit him. <laughs> I just hit him. In the just face. hit him and you just you just smacked him across the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. I like. I like. I'm I'm pretty bad at like punching. I have no idea why. Like this kid just pissed me off. He just kind of beat the shit out of my Emotions teammate. Were high and, yeah. yeah, it was very tense. Like it was. Very, I absolutely regret it to this day. I wish I never did that because I'd still be in the sport. So I fucking kind of hit this kid. I'm bad at punching. I like punched him in like the throat or something, and he fucking drops to the ground. And then the ref comes and picks me up from my jersey. I was pretty young at this point. Like I was like 14. Like I was like 14, 15. So this was a while ago, guys. I'm not a violent person. I swear to God. <laughs> he hits me every day. <laughs> I, I sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> and uh, that was kind of the end of it. The ref picked me up by my jersey he's just like get the fuck off the field and i was like all right all right my dad was the coach so he was not pleased with me at all which is fair enough i wasn't pleased with myself either but that was kind of the end of my soccer career because they were like yeah you're suspended for the next like 12 fucking games you can come back next season and uh, i kind of just didn't because i had to go through this whole like appeal process to get back into the sport and i really do miss it a lot I think I'm planning on uh, uh, trying out for the MRU team next year because oh, I want to see what they do because they do some the, pretty um, cool shit. That's the university team. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you're skilled enough to make it, honestly, especially if you put in the work. I think you could definitely make that if you really applied yourself. You I know? hope so, yeah. I think so. It's been a little while since I've played because I was like 14, 15 when that went down, and I just haven't played since. But I, I don't think I've lost a lot of skill. Maybe I need to get my endurance back because I can't run very far anymore, but I, I don't think I've lost the skill. It still feels like muscle memory to me. Even when there's like a soccer ball around, I can still juggle it, fuck around with it, and I still have the skill for it. So I'm really hoping I can get onto that team because I really miss the sport a lot. It's it's great. It's a very be- beautiful sport. It is. The beautiful game. Exactly. Um, You brought up your father. He was the coach for you, and you introduced you to like the game. Yeah. What Do you have any like highlights specifically from soccer and your father? Oh man, uh, I do remember this one time, it was a tournament game, we were losing 4-0, and there was like 10 minutes left in the game, and I went through, and pretty much solo, I scored like 5 goals in a row when we ended up winning the game, and I remember my dad was like, so fucking proud, <laughs> it was like, happiest moment of his life, like I just came through and I like clutched up for the team, and that was pretty great. I used to go to my dad's soccer games as well, all the time. Oh, interesting. It was really cool. Like, it's really awesome. He plays for, he used to play, uh, up until COVID, he used to play for the over 35 men's league. And there was like a lot of people in that. Like, people were still really into that, which is really great. I think it's important to stay active, keep going on your passions, like what you really like. It doesn't matter how old you are. There are people like 50 years old playing with him. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's good for the heart. Yeah, exactly. And it was great. I liked watching his game because he is really good at this. Like, he taught me so much. So it was, it was really great. That's dope. Yeah. You guys have a good relationship? Yeah, we do. That's good. It's pretty solid. Talk about sports sometimes. We like talking about movies and stuff, too, which is cool. I could talk about movies forever. Oh, yeah. No, we're going to have a little segment after. I'm excited for that. Talking about movies. So uh, stick around, and uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, anyways, um, Jay, so, we've talked at length about soccer. That's, that was, would you call that your first love? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. I actually love that shit a lot. I want to talk about another love of yours now. Oh. DSLR pictures. DSLR pictures, hell yeah. So, you have a page on Instagram 
I don't know if you want to plug it or if it's like a you know. <laughs> sure yeah I'll plug it. It is C Q D S L R. All those letters. It makes sense if you know my last name. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I, we call him J C Q because the nigga's mad French. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know where. Where is your last name from? Actually, it's French. French. Yeah, it's French. Yeah, no, it's mad French. So. Yeah. We don't mess with the French. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I could go on and on about the French, to be honest <laughs> with you, but they just stink. Anyway. Um, <laughs> if there's any French people watching. You stink. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. But okay, we'll go I with was. that. You stink. Go take a shower. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Especially French Canadians. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but you have your DSLR page. And uh, tell me how you got started with that. Well, I've really been into photography since like grade eight. I took a photography class in middle school and I loved it a lot. I had so much fun with it. And then my friend Thomas, you know, Thomas, he started getting big on DSLR pictures and he got a camera for himself. And I was like, oh my God, like he's doing a good job. This is looking awesome. So I started getting really into it. So I would borrow the camera from the school and stuff like that. Go take pictures, make little videos. They weren't great, but that, that, that didn't really matter to me at the time. It was just a lot of fun. And then, uh, about a year before I got my camera, I was like, I want to start saving up for a camera. Like, I want to get a good DSLR camera. I'm going to use this so much for a lot of different things. So I started saving for it. And then one day, my mom bought a new camera. She was like, here you go. Here's my old camera. And I was like, oh my God, like I've used that one a lot. I know how to use it and everything. She's like, here's a new lens for it. Uh, here's a tripod. Here's an SD card. So this shit just got like funded to me and I didn't have to pay a cent. My mom's like, as long as you don't break it, you can keep it as long as you can. But if I break this shit, I got to pay for it, <laughs> which is fair enough. But that's, I got really into it. And then when I got a camera for free from my mom, I was like, I can use this whenever I want. Now, I don't need to go ask people to use theirs. I don't need to like rent or borrow one from the school. I don't have to worry about it. this is like my camera. So that's when I started getting really into it. And then I found out that I absolutely love taking portraits of people. That is my favorite form of photography. Landscape is cool too. Not really my forte, but it's really cool. I really enjoy taking pictures of people, getting headshots, body shots. Like I want to see their outfit, man. It's really cool. I, I really find a lot of love in taking pictures of people and making them making feel, them feel like models. Feel pretty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want people to feel like models, man. Because everyone is a model, for sure. Like, the world is very beautiful. There's a ton of beautiful yeah. pe- beautiful people in the world, and I just want to capture that. I'm actually like, uh, you know those old workout videos or ads? I'm actually a before model. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so what camera do you have? I have a Canon T2i DSLR. So is that top of the line? That's like mid-tier. It's It was top of the line. It's about eight years old now, I'd say. So it's pretty old, but DSLRs last for fucking ever. Like, they last so long. You drop a grand on a camera, you'll be using that for the next 15 years. So, So yeah, you you dropped a grand on it? No, my mom did. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, my mom did, like, a while ago, and I just used it. But then she just handed it down to me because she bought a fucking awesome one. Yeah, no. I mean, man, I like, I'm more of a video guy. I can't take pictures. (laughs) I've tried. Fair enough. I've tried at length to get good at my good friend. Shout out um, Joey, um, my old roommate. Joey is, is incredible at pictures, too. And um, I, I see him, and I'm like, God, I, I wish I could do this, you know? Like, for me, it's the videos. But um, Videos are awesome, though. Yeah. I like videos. I've, I've tried. 
I, I still do like taking videos. It is very difficult for me. I don't have very steady hands. So unless I'm shooting on a tripod or some sort of like gyro thing, it's really hard for me to get good video. I've been trying, but it doesn't really turn out how I want it. It's a lot of trial and error in photography for sure. You'll take like a hundred shots and maybe one or two of them will be like really good. So right. it's, it's definitely a process and you do have to be patient with this. It's a lot of tweaking little settings here and there. Have on to the hashtag wait on it. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. got to be patient. Yeah. But it's, it's good. That gets a lot of fun. It's, I would not call myself a professional. <laughs> I'm far from a professional. This is just like a little hobby that I'm into right now. But I've been getting a ton of support on my Instagram page. And it's just making me want to do it more. Like everyone's loving these photos. They're saying how awesome they are. And it's just like, hell yeah. Like I want to keep taking these photos. I want to show people more. And I want to get better at this. Because eventually I want to I wanna take some really cool photos. Like, like advertisement type of photos. Where it's like, wow, that is some high quality shit. Like, this is professional. That's where I'm trying to get. But right now, it's just like a little hobby. Absolutely. I mean, look, we're, trying to just, we're all just trying to get to a point where, like, our hobbies can just become our jobs, Loki. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, Jay. What's up? So, you said you really like the portraits and the, um, and, like, taking pictures specifically of people. Yeah. Right? And you go out. Like, tell me about the process of you going out. And uh, say you have a subject, you want to like capture them. What's that process like for you? For me, usually the first is hitting someone up. Uh, mostly it's Belle. Belle is like always my go-to model. She is always down to take photos. She's a very photogenic person as well. Like she knows all the poses. She knows what's up. She always looks good. And then I pick a place I want to go. Not always. I don't always pick a place I want to go. Sometimes we'll just wander around downtown, drive around. We'll just point something out and be like, yo, that might be cool to take a photo in front of. And that's always fun. But then sometimes I plan out and I'm like, all right, I'm looking for this kind of shot. I want like a city landscape. Like my last photos turned out, I was like, I want to go to a viewpoint. And then we'll go wherever there. Um, I'll mess around with the camera for a little bit. I'll get the lighting and settings right on the camera. And then we'll take a couple test shots, see how they turn out. And then pretty much just keep taking photos and then keep making little tweaks until it looks really good. Until it's perfect. Exactly. Until it's perfect. And then we take like a bunch of shots. That's my little secret in photography. Take a ton of shots. Like don't just take like four or five. Take like a hundred. Every time we go for a photo shoot, I come back with about 200 to 300 photos. And then I'll pick like five of them that are like, these are the best ones. So that's kind of, kind of the process. I usually don't tell people how to pose or what they should do. I'm... Not really, I'm not really that kind of designer. I kind of just take the photos and they can post however they want. But I'm very thankful that the people that I've taken photos of know what to do already. <laughs> right. So you have no real low light. You have no bad experiences going out. So far, no. Yeah. Yeah, so far, so far, at least a couple photos will always turn out great. There's a couple times where like lighting is kind of just shit. The sun, the sun sets a little bit earlier than we expected it to and we missed the sunset stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I always come back with a couple photos that I'm like, okay, this was still worth it. Like that was a good shoot still. But then sometimes there'll be like 200 photos. I'm like, holy shit, I can't even see these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now you're in school too. Yes. You are taking business classes. I am. And uh, what are you majoring in even? Do I'm going to major in marketing next marketing? year. Marketing. So what's the draw? What's Why the marketing? Draw? 
by marketing. I really like marketing, especially digital marketing. It's very interesting to me. My mom's also big on this shit, so she might have a little bit of a subconscious influence because she's really good at that. But I really like cool and well-made advertisements. Not necessarily like the annoying ones where it's like, holy shit, you should buy this shampoo. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't care about that shit. But I want to like market cars, cool shit like that. I want to make cool like promotional videos. Less of like advertisements and more like promotional. That's kind of what I want to do with my degree. And I want to be able to like manage people and just make some cool things for companies. That'd be really cool. That's really, that's yeah, really interesting. Yeah, that's kind of my end goal. Yeah. We'll see where that goes. You never know where you never life know takes where, you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll next see. thing you know, you end up being like a famous model. Yeah, maybe. And, you know. Someone just approaches me, they're like, here's my card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call me. All right. All right. So, Jay, you also do some digital art. I don't know if you post this, no. but uh, you tell me a little bit about um, some of the artwork that you do. And uh, I just wanted to give you the uh, platform to talk about that for a little bit. All right. Yeah, I don't do a crazy amount of digital art. I just kind of dabble in it here and there. I do like art a lot. I do like drawing. Drawing is awesome, but I can definitely say that I'm not good at it. I do not have a steady hand. It's really hard for me to make lines and stuff like that. So one day I was like, okay, I have this cool like pen. I have a tablet and I have Photoshop. But I was like, let's try something. This was like my first time ever messing around with digital art. I was like, okay, so I found this setting where it can smooth out your lines and make them like straighter so it's less like jagged kind of terrible wrist work. So I, um, I started doing that in Photoshop and then my ex's birthday was coming up. It was birthday, Christmas, I don't know, birthday, Christmas, some, some, something like that. And I was like, okay, I have a vision of something because my ex is a pilot, which is dope as fuck. And um, I hope she crashes. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> god. Oh my god, that's so bad. Well, no, it's, it's really just fucking kidding. Cool. I don't think she listens to this, but just kidding if you are. Yeah, no, it's actually really cool though. Like, it's that's really fucking awesome. Pilots have a lot of skill for sure. That takes a lot of bravery and yeah. prowess let's be honest they just push a couple buttons <laughs> all you yeah. do is pushing it you you know what you do you do uh, oh let me let me put this bitch up autopilot let me bring him <laughs> down that's it it's just like driving a car with no other cars on the road yep. so it's like driving a car without any <laughs> obstacles it's the easiest goddamn thing in the world honestly yeah. Like, I think pilots should honestly be ashamed. Like, do we treat them <laughs> as heroes? No, you just yeah. push a couple buttons. Don't act like you're a goddamn <laughs> messiah. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, yeah, Ross just hates pilot, I just pilots. Hate, no, guys, I hate yeah. the whole profession. I think we just need to automate the whole thing. You just, you, it's all just a bunch of programming. We can have the plane. We already have autopilot. Let's just yeah. expand that technology. Exactly. Why, why does a person have to come on and be like, oh, or ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, Please put on your fastener, seatbelts. The seatbelt sign is on. And, like, we don't even need to be in... Like, I've seen videos of, like, planes taking off where everyone's standing. Yeah. Like, it's all fake. It's yeah. all fake. It's we all don't... just government conspiracy. Yeah. No, I, I think pilots honestly should be abolished. Yeah. Like, people so... talk about abolishing the police. The pilots need to go. <laughs> the pilots are going first, and then we worry about the police. And then, we, and then we, <laughs> police brutality is second only to pilots. 
Oh, fuck. So, if any pilots are listening, do not let Ross on your plane. He will do some very unimaginable things to you, pilots. I, I'm going to be honest with you, pilots. You might not make it out off, like, <laughs> the ground with me on your plane. You're going to get, like, blacklisted from flights oh, or something. You know what? Good. I hope I lead a movement to, like, just end all pilots. Honestly, I think we should just end air travel in general. We start taking boats or Listen, something. Listen, man doesn't have wings. It's not supposed to be up in the air. <laughs> exactly. You know? We're just stealing from birds, man. Yeah, no, that's the birds' land. Why are we? Yeah. And then the birds get sucked into the engine. Dude, pilots are murderers. If you really oh think about god, it. Oh my god! Yeah. So like, pilots actually should. We should put like kill them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we shouldn't kill pilots. I think we should disclose that this is not serious. Yeah. I mean, if you're an idiot who thinks this is genuinely, I actually hate pilots. I don't know what to say. To you. yeah. like, no. You're I'm listening just... to the wrong podcast, yeah. man. Yeah. But um, no. Um, besides like your pilot hate, Jay. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um yeah no <laughs> what were you even saying I, so, what so were my, you even talking my ex about? is a pilot okay so yeah, she flies planes yeah, yeah. around she's getting her ppl which is private pilot license that means once you get that you can fly solo uh you can't fly commercially obviously but you can just fly a little plane solo so she was flying this plane i believe it was a 1979 uh cessna which is what it was called and it was a dope little plane. Like, it's a cool-looking plane. I guess you look that up after. I, I think like, I know what a Cessna is yeah. from GTA Five. Oh, shit. They do got yeah. that in there. Yeah, it's yeah. like that little plane. Like, it's nothing crazy. It's, it's just like a little plane. It's like you do drugs. You, like, not do yeah. drugs, but you, like, smuggle drugs through the plane. Exactly. Yeah. It would be like it would be like smuggling cocaine over the border. You'd probably lose, use a little discreet one-engine plane. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. But that plane is pretty cool, and I really like the little style of it. It looks old. It looks pretty dope. So, um, one day I was like, I'm going to draw that fucking plane. I'm going to draw that plane and I'm going to make a cool scenic background with already what I can do with Photoshop and let's see what I can do with drawing. So I came up with this really cool digital art and I, I am still very proud of it to this day. There was like mountains in the background. There were clouds, there was flowers and stuff like that. And there was like reeds. It was a cool landscape. And then right in the middle, it was a tilted plane with like, what's it called? It's like air... Like, it's like the mean? air things coming off the wings. You can like oh. see the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you can kind of see the air coming off the wings, and it looked really cool. And then uh, every each individual plane has a uh, specific identification number, and it's generally four or five digits. It's either letters with some numbers after, and so I changed the numbers on my plane and I put them just as like her initials and her birth date. And I was like, ah, this is a birthday present. <laughs> and it was dope. pretty cool. I, I put a little bunch of like little Easter eggs in the mountains. Like if you zoom in, like kind of got to look for them. But there's just like little things in there. And I thought it was like really cool touch. And that is probably the one I'm most proud of. It was really cool. At some point, I'll have to show you a photo, man. Definitely show me a photo. And if possible, maybe po we could, when, if this we make this a clip, uh, we'll post like that, the photo with it. All right. Because that yeah. actually sounds really cool. I, I'll have to, I, it's definitely on my PC somewhere. Like, I know it's still saved. I'll just have to pull it down and I'll throw it onto my phone so I can, like, have it all the time. Yeah. I'll definitely do that. But that was, like, kind of my first little dabbling in it. And it turned out really, really nicely. Like, I kind of had a vision that turned out pretty similar to what I was looking for, which was really cool. So I really like doing digital art. My favorite part about it is that all the technology behind it. We have Photoshop, so you can draw something, you can make that a layer, and then you can isolate that layer so you don't draw over it. So it make, it's really cool. So you can make like a scene in the background, you lock that layer, and then you start drawing on like a new layer above it. So instead of having to like go, go over like a race, like you would with like a pencil and stuff like that, 
digitally, it's really easy to layer everything. And it's so cool. Like it made my life so much easier and it's just fun. You can do a lot of wild stuff in Photoshop. Yeah, no, I've, uh, I know, unfortunately, um, <laughs> someone pho- photoshopped me with a donkey's head on my head. So. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Who did that to you? It was, it was this boy named, uh, his name was James Buchanan. James Buchanan? James Buchanan, that minx. <laughs> James Buchanan, he, he took a, he took a dashing photo of me and he, 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 he put a donkey's head. He said... <laughs> It was like Shakespeare. It was like a uh, Midsummer Night's Dream or whatever. The, do you remember that play? It's like it, something it, like that. It yeah. Turned me into an ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that's disrespectful. Yeah. I would never do that to you, my man. Oh, I'll never forget James Buchanan. <laughs> that's fucking funny. Yeah, my Americans know who James Buchanan is. Hopefully, <laughs> every, every American knows. I hope so. They should. He was a president. <laughs> Wait, what? I think so. I think James Buchanan was a president. I mean, we can do some light light research. Yeah, I don't know my um, American history at all. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a bunch that people don't know, like Calvin Coolidge, James <laughs> Buchanan. Um, there's like Warren G. Harding. I've heard of that one. Yeah, John Quincy Adams. Yes, I've heard John of that Adams. one. I think I heard, I know about him because of a cartoon. You remember Gravity Falls? Yes. That yeah. fucking cartoon is so good. That cartoon is criminally underrated. They literally didn't come back and make another season after that because people didn't like it. But if you guys have Disney Plus, go fucking watch Gravity Falls. I don't care how old you are. That shit is so good. It's a good show. That's a very good show. Um, speaking of shows and movies, by the way, I did fact check it. He is a president. Um, awesome. 15th. Um, 15th. Yes. You know, old man. Yeah, well, super old. <laughs> His last name's Buchanan. Yeah. I mean, if your last name's Buchanan, I'm going to be honest, change it. <laughs> change can't it. Can't be having that shit. You can't have a last name as Buchanan in the 21st century. No. That That's shit doesn't like, fly. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> Speaking of doesn't fly, pilots. Anyway. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> this whole podcast is just shitting on pilots this episode. Yeah. No, I hate pilots. <laughs> all right. We have a new segment, and... It's like, uh, Jay, you're kind of, this is your thing. It's going to be Jay at the Movies. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jay at the Movies. Do you want to put, like, some nice piano music and, you know, make it sound real sure. fancy? Like, it's, like, very cinem- cinemagra- cinematographic. Cinemographic, yeah. Cinemographic, yeah. yeah. Very cinemographic, like, music in the background. Oh, yeah. It's playing over my sexy voice. By the way, <laughs> I'm, I apologize. I was playing with some coins, and I just realized that there's a microphone right here. Oh, I didn't even realize that yeah. either. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Here's some jingling of some pocket change in there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very out of pocket shit coming out in this episode. Yeah. I'm going to get canceled. This, this is one. who Ross is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I really love movies, guys. I'm super big on movies. I do like TV shows. There's a couple that I could absolutely recommend, but movies are top tier. I fucking love them. I love the acting, the production, the cinematography, everything. Just every aspect of a movie takes so many people and so many creative minds to somehow work together to make one final product. That is difficult to do. Like that is insane. Have you guys ever sat and actually watched the entire credits of a movie? Because if you have, there's like 400 people on these blockbuster films working on it. And that is so wild. And these people are usually working like 20-hour days, working their ass off to meet this deadline. 
which is insane. So I have an incredible amount of appreciation for everybody that works in the film industry. So I like to watch a lot of movies. I'm a little bit of a movie critic. I'm, I'm pretty critical on movies, but I'm very nice to movies when they deserve it. When they deserve my praise, they absolutely get it. So you have three things you want to talk about. I didn't write anything. Your favorite movie. Yeah. You're the most impactful movie for you. And in your opinion, the most creative movie. Yes. We can start with your favorite movie. All right. So my favorite movie, this is not necessarily the best movie of all time. I don't think it's like the best, but it is my personal favorite. I'm a sucker for Tarantino films. I absolutely love Tarantino. So I'd have to go with Inglorious Bastards. That movie is so incredible. They casted every single person so perfectly. And it's, it's, it is an action movie, but it is mostly driven by tense dialogue sequences which I really appreciate because it's not easy to make a movie so tense by just having people speak to it's, each other. It's it's hard. Dialogue is like one of the hardest thing when writing. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's what people get wrong a lot of the time. It's your characters don't sound like real human beings. Exactly. And it's like Tarantino, someone who it's like, you sound like a human being elevated, you know? And yeah. like, with especially with movies like that, it's like, you no know, person would ever actually say this. But it's like, this is the type of conversation, like, it's the conversation I strive to have, you yeah, know? I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I know Inglorious Bastards is a really good movie. It is very good. Like, it, it is super tense from beginning to end, and it is just in incredible. I just burped there. And the, the Excuse shots... Excuse you! <laughs> just talking about that. Yeah. And um, it's, about, it's about this little army of Jewish people that are obviously fed up with Nazi Germany. So they make a band of people called the Bastards and they go out and just kill Nazis. And it's really wild. Like the movie is just insane from beginning to end. And if you just listen to what everybody says, every word that is said matters in the end. There's no like loose, there's useless no filler. dialogue. Yeah, there's yeah. no filler in the exactly. dialogue at all. It's all content. Like it all makes sense. There's, if, if you look away for a second, you're not gonna miss anything crazy. But if you watch every single scene and watch it intently, you'll pick up on a lot of tiny little details that really add to the final product of it. So that's why that's my favorite movie. It's just so incredible. I love it so much. Okay, now, your most impactful movie. Yes. Okay, so the most impactful movie, I believe, oh, I believe this came out in 2020. I think it came out in 2020, but it's called Parasite. I feel like a lot of people have... Uh, have watched that movie already or have at least heard about it it won a ton of awards and Bong it, Ho. <laughs> it absolutely deserves all the awards because it is incredible it takes place in korea korea it's a korean film koreans uh, are absolutely dominating the film industry right now they are doing everything right they're making the craziest movies and tv shows and i absolutely love korean shows so much I do not watch anything dubbed. I watch them all subtitled. If you watch dubbed, I think you're a little bit crazy, but to each their own, I guess. But you watch a lot of K-dramas? I do. I like Korean dramas a lot. They yeah. are very good. I don't know like a crazy amount of them because there's some people that are Slice super into them. Yeah. Yeah. But um, Parasite is super impactful. It goes over a lot of class systems. Like, It makes a lot of sense, and it is super strongly based off of events that are happening in the world right now 
So it goes over a lot of class issues between people. And it really shines on a lot of... It really shows a lot of inequities in society. And, and this isn't like our society, but it does still make sense in our it society. Mirrors. I mean, it mirrors our society. There's, Absolutely. On the same block, you'll see someone driving a Mercedes and a homeless dude. Yeah. It's, it mirrors it. It's exactly. almost like, is there really not enough to go around? Or is that just what we've been told? Exactly. That, that That's pretty much the premise of the movie. And I don't want to spoil anything, because this movie, it's kind of a slow burn, but it is absolutely... Like, I can absolutely recommend watching this entire movie beginning to end. It is so incredible, and it deserves all the praise that it's getting for sure. This, this movie will absolutely open your mind and make you think about a lot of things, which is what I think movies should do, personally. I think it should always make you think. You shouldn't just come out of a movie thinking, okay, that was a cool movie. Unless it's like... That was really cool. <laughs> Unless... I liked how the white guy really d jumped and did all those flips. Yeah, right? Like The lens flare on that was nice, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, is that a white guy killing bad Russian people? Yeah. Oh my god, did he get the pretty white girl? That's crazy, yeah. Dude, <laughs> let me tell you something. Russian actors... Y'all got it on lock for the next 20 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ever since this Ukraine shit, you are, you are, I bet you're screaming, keep invading. <laughs> keep invading. Like, y'all are the villains. Y'all yeah. are on lock in Hollywood as the villains. Yeah, literally. Like, that's, that's how it's been for so long. They really portray Russia as a lot of villains. And I, people right now are probably backing yeah. that. Yeah. It's Cold War shit. And then they turned it to the um, brown people, which is wild because the U.S. invaded. <laughs> but, yeah. But they still made, like, brown people villains, too, in movies. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, it's pretty... Hollywood's pretty fucked up. Hollywood is predominantly white. I, Holly weird. <laughs> everybody with a brain probably knows that already, yeah. but if you don't, there's your fact of the day. Yeah. Do some research on that. It's kind of fucked up over there. Read a book. Anyway, yeah. um, now, finally, your most creative movie. The most creative movie? I, I like superhero movies a lot, man. And this movie got a crazy amount of praise, obviously, but it's Into the Spider-Verse. That movie is so good. From beginning to end, that movie is just eye candy. Like, I feel like I start watching the movie and then I'm just shocked when it ends and I've seen it like six or seven times already. Like, the animation team just went insane. Like, they thought of... They, they plotted all of this out and they executed it so perfectly. Everything just flows so nicely. It all looks really natural too. And it just fits in. But I would also like to talk about a TV show, which I said I wasn't super big on TV shows. But it's Love, Death, and Robots. Mm, Have you watched that, that? That's the anthology uh, series, right? And yeah. All the different things are animated. Or yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. I've heard of that. that have you seen it, though? No, I will, it's on my It's in my list. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's, in, it's in my Netflix list. <laughs> Eventually, you should like, get to that. I'm that gonna, is yeah, really good. 100% I will. But that one is really cool. Basically, they got a bunch of different animation teams that have already been working together. They work really well together. And they split up all these teams and were like, all right, everybody... Go make a cool fucking episode. Like, just make something cool you have between... I believe it was, like, 5 minutes is the shortest and then 20 minutes is the longest. So, none, like, not all of these are super long episodes or anything. But they're all animated in such different styles. It's so interesting to me to see what these teams could come up with in, like, a short amount of time. And it turned out so well. Like, every single episode, you're like, wow, like... This is nothing like the last one. Because you can clearly see this is... This is a different creative mind working on this, which is my favorite part about the show. It never gets boring at all. It's 
it's so it's creative. New, it's always fresh. Yeah. yeah, and the artists and all these animators and the whole design team for the series, they were just told to do what they do best, which is what I think you should do. I feel like when you start to limit artists' freedom, that's when there's less creative things coming out. When you give them like a set of guidelines, you're not going to get an amazing final product. You're going to get what the person wants, right? But you're not going to have true art from the creative mind. But in this series, they're just like, fuck it, go do whatever you want. And it turned out so perfectly. So I, I, I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to see more of creative people doing what they do best and not exactly being told what to do. Because that is how the best art comes about, in my opinion. And on that note, oh, I think... Eh, this has been enough. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But thank you so much. Thank you, Jay. This has been Jay at the Movies. And this has been Who Is with Ross Terry. Hell yeah. This is, uh, I don't know, I guess technically, I don't know. I'm not even going to say it. Yeah, no because, numbers. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say it. Uh, because we shoot these non-chronologic. Yeah. Like, this is an episode. <laughs> yeah, this is an episode of Who Is with Ross Terry. Thank you so much for listening. Um, that was Jay at the Movies. I hope y'all enjoyed that. And if y'all did, always write into the show. You can always write into the show. Um, you can email uh, Ross O'Terry at The Valuable Vision. Or you can DM uh, The Valuable Vision on uh, Instagram. Talk about movies. Talk about whatever. We would love to hear from you. Maybe Jay can comment on uh, one of your uh, suggestions. Anyways, this has been it. I'm done. I'm done talking. I'm, I hate this. And I, I, I'm, this is the last episode. I'm never doing this again. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> This has been Who Is with Ross O'Terry, hosted by Jaden Coquet and Ross O'Terry, executively produced by Abdulatif Abdullah and Ross O'Terry, co-produced by Bell Nguyen and Brody Lester. Follow, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to Fire Podcasts. 